Welcome to My Bonus Money Episode 6. Here we go. This is great. This is going to be my last uh, solo episode for a while, and I'm going to do a lot of interviews going forward, talking to people about different things that they are doing. So I'm pretty excited for that opportunity because you know I love doing interview podcasts. Today we're talking about mindset. You have to have a mindset for getting my bonus money. As an educator, you've been told things and lived your life in a certain way. And I'm not saying that's a bad way, just that what has served you in educational spheres may not serve you well in the bonus money world. And that's a vital truth that you just have to understand and come to grips with, that the way you've been doing things may not work in the future. Maybe it will, but it may not, especially as you change into a new industry. As you learn and grow and change, the things that worked for you in the past don't necessarily work for you in the future. We'll get to the mindset piece in just a minute, but first let's see how I did in month six. Let's talk about grand totals. In just six months, I have made in cash a 43% return on my money. I reinvested all of that And that 43% didn't come back to me because I chose not to pull it out. I chose to reinvest. So that was a specific decision that I made early on that I'm just going to reinvest this money. That was part of the plan. And so that didn't come out into my pocket. However, had I been taking it out and putting it in my pocket, then I would have been making a 43% return. So this month, I made an 8.66% uh, percent return of what I invested in total, which is about $17,000 if you're keeping score. Now, that's not that bad for uh, for six months. Um, and making back uh, $1,700 in one month uh, is pretty good. Um, so most of what I was doing all the weeks last month and most of the weeks this month I was selling puts and they just weren't executing. So that means that the stock price closed on the Fridays at higher than what I uh, agreed to buy it for. And so that means that I made a lot of money from that particular stock without ever having, without ever owning that stock. I just had my money tied up just in case. So what does that really mean? What I was doing was I was reinvesting my put premiums that I was getting to increase the number of contracts I could go after each time. So the number of contracts that I started with on this one particular stock in uh, October was at nine and it went to 15 in just a few short weeks. So because I was reinvesting, I was able to increase the number of contracts that I was buying. And remember one contract is 100 shares of the stock. Now let's talk about some reality here. The stock market has been going down a lot, and I have experienced an overall value of my stock go down as well. And so I have invested about 17000 and I have received um, about 10000 or so uh, because of that. Um, but because the stock market's been going down, then my value has been going down as well. So that's a little frustrating, right? I don't like that. Here's the difference with what I was doing previously. Before, I was just holding on to these stocks and they would go down and I would just have I would just have less money overall. Now what's happening is that the the stocks are going down, but I'm continuing to 
sell puts and continuing to reinvest that money. So now I have even more. So when those stocks that I'm holding now actually go up, then I think it will take me less time to recoup my losses than it otherwise would. So it's still a bit of a roller coaster as the stock market is. And if you're not doing insider trading, then you're not getting all the insight and all the information that you do when you do insider trading, which is illegal, but I do believe that people still do it. I bring this up to segue into our discussion about mindset. So we'll get into mindset in just a second. Let's talk about mindset. There are several things in your life as an educator that you have probably abdicated. Your personal salary negotiations have likely been abdicated to to a union or an association. Your retirement is either in a pension or a 403B, and you likely have abdicated responsibility for taking care of your retirement to someone else. If it's in a pension, you have no idea what's there, what they're doing with that money. You just are going to get a certain amount as long as your pension survives, which sometimes it doesn't. Your salary increases have been abdicated to a union or an association, and there are several other things that you've said, I'll just let somebody else take care of this. To be clear, these are not bad choices that you've made, and they've probably helped you be a better educator because you're not focusing on each of these little things every time that they come up, which is fine. Okay, so I'm not I'm not judging anybody here and saying you did the wrong thing. I'm just acknowledging that we have abdicated some things as educators. And part of what I'm doing here is helping encourage you that that doesn't have to be that way in the future. I want to encourage you to take control of your finances and your wealth. So here's how my conversation went. My first conversation with a retirement person, my first year teaching. They had the person come to the school and they said, this is the person that our district uses for these retirement things. And I sat down with this woman who was just a little bit older than me. And she said, what would you like to invest in? I said, I don't know. What's good? And she said, well, you're a first year teacher. You're not going to retire for a long time. So this mutual fund would probably be good because it it's aggressive. It's going to last for a long time. And, you know, in 40 years, we put in the math, blah, blah, blah. You'll be, be making this much. I said, OK, let's do that. She finished by saying this was her easiest meeting of the day because I didn't have any questions. It took me a few years to realize that that was a subtle dig, maybe a not so subtle dig. But she was saying, look, you don't know what you're doing. You're who knows how this is going to work out for you because you're not caring about any of this. You're totally abdicating this to me saying, here's take the first recommendation I give you. That's not really very helpful. So what mindsets do you need to have with this? I think there are three that are important. The first one is an open mindset. The second one is a curious mindset. And the third one is an investor's mindset. We're going to talk briefly about each three of these. What's an open mindset? So an open mindset is that you are open to possibilities. You're open to new ideas and new ways of doing things. And you're open to the idea that maybe you haven't been doing everything perfectly. Or that maybe what served you well in the past is not going to serve you well in the future. One of the best books, I think, on this topic, especially because of what I'll explain in a second, is the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. So this book describes Robert's young life in Hawaii and the things that he learned from his own dad, who was an educator in Hawaii, and his rich dad, which really was his best friend's dad, who was in 
real estate, business, and investing. This book will really speak to you because he details how his educator dad thought compared to how his investment-minded friend's dad thought about things. And I think it's really key and going to be very helpful for you as you start to figure this th- this stuff out. So that's the first action step from this episode is read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Or read the book summary of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Just get an idea of what is out there. And then be open. That's the thing. The reason why I think having an open mindset is so important is because you have to be open to these ideas. You have to be open to what they could mean for you as a human being. And as you are open, then you can choose what to do with it. I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm not saying this is what you have to do. I'm just saying be open to this. And I want to detail my personal journey through this because I think that it will help you see. I always thought the stock market was too confusing, too unpredictable. I can't figure it out. And so then I started doing stuff in it and I saw that I could actually figure some things out. Now, I'm certainly not perfect. I'm still learning. That's why I'm only six months in. I'm sharing this with you intentionally so that you can see what that looks like, how it comes six months in. I'm confident now. I feel way more comfortable, but I had to be open to it, and it took me a while. And you're probably on this episode still thinking, I I haven't done anything yet. And all you have to do is go to mybonusmoney.com, and I will show you exactly how to get started with as little as 200 bucks. That's the thing. Like, that's what's really amazing here is you can start with a very small amount. Okay, so how does having an open mindset relate to having a curious mindset. So I see a curious mindset as when you have a curious mindset, you start asking questions. You start being curious about how people are making money, what they're doing with their money and things like that. Um, There are two great podcasts out there that both talk about this because they interview people about what they're doing with their money. It's I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi, and he does an awesome job of talking with real people about real numbers and going into details. And honestly, it's a lot of like couples counseling, <laughs> which is really fascinating. Um, so there's that. The other one is The Dave Ramsey Show, and he talks to people all the time about their money problems. And you can see time and time again that the mindsets that people had got them into trouble. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. So being curious means you start asking questions, you seek out information from others. When you're at a cocktail party or parent-teacher conferences, in fact, I was at the dentist yesterday and the dentist said, was talking to somebody and I didn't hear the whole conversation, but what I heard the dentist say very clearly, wow, that's interesting. So how do you make money? And that was that was as blunt as it was, and it and the guy was totally excited to talk about it. I just couldn't hear what he was saying, so I don't know. And then it was awkward for me to say with his mouth open, the dentist working in there as I was leaving, hey, I didn't hear what you said about how you make money. So I didn't do that. But I do that with a lot of people that I'm talking with now, and I try to figure out what they're doing to make money, especially extra money and bonus money. So learn what other people are doing. The tip for this is use the phrase, tell me more. So when somebody's talking about their business or their work or whatever, just say, keep saying, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that thing. And if that's on the tip of your tongue, whenever you're talking with someone, that'll help you develop this curious mindset. 
And the final mindset that I believe you need to have is an investor's mindset. And here's the simplest way that I can put that. You ask what your money is doing for you. So instead of you know having a consumer mindset, which is the opposite of a investor's mindset, a consumer mindset is all about how can I spend my money, while investor's mindset is all about how can I deploy my money to work for me. Now, that's a different conversation and a different thought. If I just had my $17,000 that I've invested sitting in the stock market for, uh, for the last six months, wasn't doing anything with it, and it was just sitting there, or even worse if it was just sitting in a bank, maybe not worse because stock markets are losing money. So maybe that isn't actually worse. Maybe it's better. But inflation's going up, so the value of that money is going down anyway. Regardless, if my money's not working for me and that's just sitting in the bank, then it's not really helping me out. It's not working for me. So I want my money to work for me. And that's why we're that's what we're going to focus on in this show going forward. Regardless of whether you're investing in real estate, businesses, starting your own business or investing in yourself, you've got to get out of the consumer mindset and into an investor's mindset where you're putting your money to work for you. Now, when I was young, I spent a lot of money on learning how to be a better podcaster and how to do an effective job. And I now I don't need to spend money on that, though I still learn how to be better in lots of different ways. But I don't need to put as much money into that aspect because I already have all the gear, I have all the experience, and I have all the lessons and strategies that I've already learned. And so now I really need to be focusing on where am I going to put my money where it's going to have an impact and help me later. I mentioned in a previous podcast from my uh, from my podcast Transformative Principle and that kind of a side hustle that I've made over three hundred thousand uh, dollars in the last five years. So it can work for you, and those skills are good investments also. But investing mindset is really about how is this going to work for me and pay me dividends later. So the best tip that I can offer. Uh, to get you started on this is to start investing money so you see what it looks like and invest money with the expectation of a return. Now, save save up some money if you need to, but start doing something, whatever that looks like for you. Taking action, I think, is the best way to start making some mindset changes because you actually see it. I played around with visualizing and, um, and implementing some things in Uh, scenarios and practice scenarios in stock market software, but it wasn't until my own money was in there that I started seeing things and learning things that I wouldn't have understood that I couldn't understand previously. Once it was actually my money and I knew that it was real, then I started paying much more attention to the lessons that I was learning. You know what? You may be different and, and that's fine, but that's, that was my experience. And I want to share that with you because I think It will help you see if you just start doing something, then you'll be able to start seeing some success. Now, you can learn how to do this, as I mentioned, in mybonusmoney.com. Go there, sign up for the email list. I'll send you an email telling you how to get that course. doesn't cost you anything. My whole goal with this, like, there's a lot of people out there on the internet saying, you know, I'll, I'll teach you how to make money online by selling you something to teach you how to make money online. I don't want to charge you anything until you're making 100 bucks of bonus money every single month. Now, I will show you how to do that, mybonusmoney.com. Buy that course on how to 
make start making passive income, that's a good place to start. That's not the only way to do it, but that's one way that you can start making some bonus money. So go do that. And I'm not going to charge you anything until you're starting to make uh, at least 100 bucks a month in passive income. Uh, if you want, you can subscribe to that uh, to that blog and do the membership. Um, I've had two people subscribe to that. So shout out to T and J who both did that. Appreciate you both. Um, when you subscribe to that, then that will get you into the very detailed stuff that I go over, which now that it's month six, I'm going to start putting that stuff behind a paywall. So only those who are who are invested with me can see it. That is also extra bonus money that I'm keeping track of as well. So this is pretty exciting. It's a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you learn some new things and get some new information. And I hope that you implement these three mindsets that you need to have. An open mindset, a curious mindset, and an investor's mindset. Thanks so much. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me, mybonusmoney.com. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you on the next episode. I've got two great interviews coming up that I've already recorded. Uh, one with my dear old brother, uh, who's my older brother, and he's uh, he's been on this journey with me. I'm going to share that with you. And then the other one with a listener like you who emailed me and said, hey, this is good. I want to I want to come on and share my story. And so Jen Sullivan, she's going to share that uh, in a couple weeks. And uh, so if you are listening to this and you're like, hey, I want to I want to share something or I want to ask a question, then please do come on and uh, shoot me an email. Let's let's get started because I would love to chat with you and share your story and help you figure some things out. And there's my reminder that the podcast is over. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time on My Bonus Money.